This is the Digital Nomad Quest podcast with Sharon Sung, teaching people how to build passive income, become financially free, and design their best lives. Hey guys, it's Sharon from Digital Nomad Quest, and today I wanna tell you guys about how to be consistent with blogging. So if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. I'm all about teaching y'all how to build passive income, become financially free, and design your best lives. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure to subscribe, hit the bell button to be notified of my latest videos. Now let's get right into it. I understand the struggle with being consistent with blogging. It is very difficult. After a while, you start to get tired, and you get lazy, and you just don't wanna keep it up. But you all know that consistency is key and when you combine consistency with being intentional magic really happens so let's just get right into five ways I've come up with to be consistent with blogging so number one it really helps to have a strategy when it comes to blogging so you want to have a content calendar so that you can know what you're gonna blog about next and then you can kind of crank out those blog posts while being intentional because when you don't have a strategy you spend time thinking about what do you have to blog about next I don't have any blog topic I don't know what to do and then that you just waste energy trying to figure that out and then put it off a day later and a day later I understand that firsthand but when you have some blog topics lined up in a spreadsheet you're going to understand okay I have these different topics that I need to talk about I can strike through the ones that I've already done and it's just way more strategic and it's a lot easier to get things done so let's talk about how to just do that right so I want to tell you guys to write five struggles that people in your niche might have so for example blogging so I want to do this exercise with you. So if you guys are trying to figure out five struggles that bloggers might have, let's create a T-chart. So let's create a list of five different struggles that bloggers might have. So when it comes to blogging, there's the beginners, the intermediates, and the advanced people, right? So let's kind of break down some of these things. First of all, some people might not even know why they should get into blogging. So let's write that down. So that's one, why you should get into blogging. Two, how do you make money from your blog? That's like the obvious one. Um, so how do you make money from blogging? Three, how do you get more traffic on your blog? This is another struggle. How to set up your blog. So we got four now. And then five, how to build an email list. So now we've quickly, in under a minute, come up with five pretty big struggles that bloggers might have. So we have, they want to know why they should even get into blogging if they haven't even started yet. How do you make money from blogging? How do you get more traffic on your blog? How do you set up your blog? How do you build an email list? As you can see, this is just a few and I can think of so many more questions. This is basically how you're gonna think of your content calendar. And we're gonna go into a spreadsheet and then just list out a bunch of questions that bloggers might have. So it's that simple. So let me screen share an example. So now I'm screen sharing basically how to kind of create your content calendar for your blog. This is just one way. So what I'm thinking is once you've kind of gotten those five different struggles, and there might be more struggles. So I'm just gonna put like two of them, for example, though here, and you can add more to it later. But if you wanna dive into each of these struggles, it will actually create so many more ideas for you, right? So there's social media, there's SEO. There's building your email list. So that was kind of addressed before, but I'm going to put email on there. There is multimedia like YouTube and podcasts where that will help with creating more traffic on your blog. And then you can do guest posting or guest collabing. 
And then once you do that, you can break that out into even more things, how to use Pinterest, but also why Pinterest, um, how to use Instagram and grow your followers, you know, how to create a content calendar, which is what we're kind of doing now. So you kind of have a strategy for this. And then the more topics you create, the more you can kind of reorder these. You can say that this might be your January ones. And then, you know, in February, you want to tackle SEO or something like that. And you want to kind of tell yourself, okay, how many blog posts do I want? Do I want to do one a week? And then if it's one a week, this would already be four different types of blog posts. And you will probably want to get granular on what type of title you want to use and keywords you want to use. But like, this is the general idea. You got a bunch of topics around your niche that you can create based off of just going into what people's struggles are and then kind of going from there. Once you do this, you can organize this a lot better than how I'm doing it. But you can even steal an Excel calendar template and then put that into Google. Google Sheets and then you can actually schedule them out per day if you want to go even more granular or put it on Google Calendar and stuff like that. I personally like Google Sheets. You just look it up here, you know, Google Sheets and then you'll be able to pull that up. You just do it here. That's how you get into Google Sheets. I personally love it more than Excel. I mean, they're both kind of the same thing, but this lets you do it from whichever device online and stuff like that. That is number one. You want to kind of strategize your content calendar so that you know what you're going to talk about next. All right, so my number two tip is you can create some personal posts occasionally. You don't want to always do personal posts, but I find that it's a lot easier to write personal posts over educational posts. However, you want to make sure that all your writing is for your readers. You want to make sure you're not just babbling about your personal life. This can work for influencers who are already known and people are just extremely interested in your personal life, like celebrities and stuff like that. But if people don't know you, they're not going to care what you're up to. But if you are delivering valuable content, they are going to be interested in you as a person you know what I mean? Sometimes putting in those personal posts can help. So sometimes I create, you know, monthly progress reports that talk about my feelings and what I'm going through because people actually resonate with that type of stuff. So if you are tired of writing educational pieces, sometimes it's fun to just write to express yourself and just be authentic because people do want to know the real you. And again, I do want to emphasize that most of your posts should be educational and provide value versus just talking about yourself. So make sure you have a healthy balance of majority as education over personal posts. Number three, you can repurpose content that you do on your YouTube channel and your podcast. You might not have a YouTube channel or a podcast, but I think it's important to be everywhere. Maybe you haven't mastered one yet though, so maybe you do want to focus, but I find that actually doing YouTube has been helping me with my podcast and my blog because I repurpose everything. So the audio from my YouTube channel goes into my podcast and then I put that onto otter.ai to transcribe that audio so try that tool. I'll put that in the link below and then you can use that transcription and put that into your blog. Granted, it's not going to be 100% accurate so I do put a disclaimer. Below is a transcript from otter.ai so it might not be accurate but I do try to get those show notes for the podcast onto a blog post as well. So this is a great way to repurpose content so that you don't need to constantly write things. Another way is you could be creating these audiograms where you hire someone to transcribe everything or write up the notes for you so then you don't have to do any of that 
yourself. This brings me to point number four. You can hire some trusted writers if you are growing in your brand and stuff like that and you want to scale up because sometimes if you're growing a big business, you can't do everything yourself. You want to have more people in your team. But if you're hiring writers, you want to make sure that they're able to talk about the right topics as well as talk about it in an educated manner. They're going to be able to research stuff. They're going to be able to write with good English. Like you want to vet this stuff out. So it's important to have really good writers if you're going to do this path. And lastly, number five, I advocate using Google Keep. I talk about this a lot where Google Keep really keeps me on track with everything. It keeps me consistent because I like to write down everything and then check it off, make myself feel good. Google Keep allows you to write down all your tasks and then kind of check them off as you go. And then it'll just kind of make you feel really good when you're cleaning that up. I always do that for my blog posts, for my YouTube videos, so I know what type of content I'm gonna create next. So I know I listed five, but I'm gonna actually add a bonus tip. So number six, Six is I advocate having an accountability partner. So me and my friend over at Whiteboard Finance, Marco, we actually started becoming accountability partners. So we check up on each other on the types of content we're creating every week so that we know what we're gonna be preparing. And it just kind of fires you up because you don't wanna feel that guilt if you don't deliver. We meet every Sunday. So that's why I am actually scrambling right now to create some content to make sure I fulfill my task. It's very helpful in making sure you're consistent with everything. Thing. And it's actually more fun because you have someone to talk to about all this stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps our podcast grow. And thanks again. I'll see you guys in the next one.